But Erev Shabbos, everybody, welcome to Turn Friday into Erev Shabbos. Let's go, put your hands together. It's time for our Erev Shabbos party. Covet Shabbos, everything we do today, Friday, we do the Covet Shabbos. We have less of a Friday than we're used to having, but it's all the Covet Shabbos. Are you ready for Shabbos? All right, everybody, welcome to Turn Friday into Erev Shabbos. Great to be back together again. I want to thank the sponsors series for the year, Mendin Sipora Fishman and Schutz for Chai Rivka Bas Thank you for your generosity. And today's particular shir is also sponsored in memory of Dr. Howard Trachtenberg, Chayin Tzvi Hirsch Ben Binyamin on his yurt site, which is today by Elaine Trachtenberg, and of course by Andrea and Alan Lieberman, Dvar and Hilla Lefkowitz, Neshama Shavan Aliyah, he was a wonderful person, Howard, tremendous amuna, faith in Hashem, a community leader and a builder of our shul, of our greater Boca community, he's missed, and Howard's Neshama Shavan Aliyah, thank you to the Trachtenbergs for your generosity, the Liebermans, Lefkowitzes for sponsor. We have been going through and defining different interpretations, different understandings of what it means to have a Neshama Yaseira, what does it mean to have an endowed soul, an extra soul, an extra layer of a soul, we could all use it. This was a grueling week because the Gemara Chazal tell us very insightful to human psyche that there's nothing worse than living with uncertainty. There's nothing worse than doubt. Ein simcha ka'ataras hasafik. The greatest joy is resolving doubt. And when you resolve that doubt, you don't always resolve it in your favor. It's not that you got the best news. People can be disappointed in either direction. And of course, I'm not referring to anything specific. However, the need to resolve doubt, that closure is what gives us simcha. Living with doubt is... Uh, anxiety-ridden. Living with doubt is paralyzing. Ein simcha katar safek. The simcha comes when we're able to resolve that sense of that sense of suffix. So this was a week where many people were deprived of sleep, walking on edge, checking the news, and here we are going into Shabbos, still waiting to find out. Although the uh, indications seem to be in one direction, but with certainty, who the next president will be, who will be the leader, who will what impact that will have. Others would panic. You're disconnecting. You're turning off. You won't know, you can't follow, you can't hear. I can't wait. I'm so excited how much we need this, how desperately we could use disconnecting. And to remember, we're going from a place of uncertainty, a week of uncertainty, to that place of certainty. Shabbos is the place of absolute knowledge, of knowledge that Hashem is the one who runs the world. And you know how great it is when you live with faith, when you live with Emunah, then you can know that whatever the outcome, it's the one that's meant to be. And whatever the outcome, it's the way that God drew it up, it's the way that He's planned it. So there's no reason to panic, there's no reason to fear, there's no reason to worry. One can simply let go and let God, we can have the confidence that's all up to Hashem. And that's why the ninth interpretation of what it means to have a Neshama Yaseira, again, it's not a heebie-jeebie, newfangled, neo-Hasidist concept. The notion of having an extra or a more endowed soul traces itself back to the Gemara and Beitza and elsewhere. It goes all the way back to the time of our rabbis, to the time of our Chazal. The Shabbos, once a week, we get a paid vacation. Once a week, we disconnect from the troubles of this world. Once a week, we get to experience what it means to have serenity and tranquility, peace. Once a week we get to know what it means to be disconnected from all that distracts and all that makes us worried and anxious and to reconnect to what matters. So the ninth interpretation of the Neshama Yisera was the ability to be happy, to smile, to be joyous. We talked about that last week. It was the message in the WhatsApp group this morning. The importance of smiling on Erev Shabbos and smiling as we transition into Shabbos. 
You're not happy and then you smile. Once you start smiling, you'll find that you're happy. So don't wait. Wipe off that fabisan upon him, that miserable frown. Put a smile on your face. Smile at one another while you say good Shabbos, while you set the table, while you mop the floor. Smile at one another while you light the candles. Smile when you make kiddush. Smile even if you don't feel it because the smile is what's going to result in the happiness. That is the notion, that is the idea behind the Neshama Yaseira. The Shlach Kadosh tells us, You're not allowed to have a fire burning in any of your dwelling places on Shabbos. It means not only a literal fire, it means not only are you not allowed to light a fire, it's one of the malachas, one of the categories of creative labor. You cannot ignite or light a fire on Shabbos, but a fire means fire of rage, the fire of worry, the fire of anger, the fire of resentment, the fire of panic, the fire of fear. It cannot burn inside you on Shabbos. Shabbos is a place where we cool that fire. It's a place where we just are, we just exist, we just live. And we live with a sense of confidence, of hope, of faith, that Hashem is the one who runs the world. Which leads us to the 10th explanation, the one we're going to offer for today. And he says the following in this wonderful Sefer we've been learning called Sefer HaShabbos. He says the following, Isa B'Zohar, the Zohar in Bereshah, says the following, Tu Amar Reb Shimon Aldot Taninan, Shabbos Dugma Da'alma, Da'asi Yuhachi Huvadai, Ve'odashmita Ve'yova Dugma Da'bida. He explains, the notion that on Shabbos, one is endowed with the Shami Yisera, which gives us a window into the world to come. This world is riddled by choice, free will. We have to exercise ours, and we experience the consequence of others exercising their free will. And therefore, the world is filled with challenge. We have to decide the choices we're going to make, and we have to live with the results of the choices that others make. But in the world to come, where we're purely in a Shama, in the world to come where the soul is extracted from the body and it's returned to where it came, the soul reattaches, reconnects to its source, to the Almighty, to a place of perfection, a place of eternity, a place of immortality. So the soul no longer has choices to make. The soul no longer lives with panic, with concern, with choice, with consequence. The soul experiences the bliss of being connected to the eternal, to the immortal, to the Almighty. And that's what it means to have a Neshami Yisera, essentially. It means that we have the capacity to taste, to experience, to get a glimpse and a glance into the world to come. Shabbos is me'ain olam haba. 24, 25 hours Shabbos is a taste of the experience of the world to come. Gemara Brachos, Shlosha me'ain olam haba. Shabbos echad mishishim la'olam haba. Shabbos is 160th of the world to come. Yeshlomar, kevin shezochel neshom yisera b'shabbos shigidugim la'alma da'asa v'lachin chasha me'ain olam haba. It is a, a glimpse, a window. In the future world, there is no worry, there is no doubt, there is no uncertainty, there is no fear. Similarly, we too, once a week, can set aside all those feelings and we can experience the bliss, the wholesomeness, we can experience the joy of submitting, the joy of surrendering to Hashem. Because of Ba'ashach Parshas Tisa, All week long we have a soul. We daven, we do chesed, we get staka. All week long, we do the things that nourish our soul. We do the things that make us realize and identify with our soul. All week long, we need to remember that we are a soul that has a body, not the reverse. It's not that during the week we're an animal, pursuing animal pleasure, giving it to animal impulse, and then all, all of a sudden Shabbos comes and we discover that we have a soul. We have a soul all week long as well. However, Shabbos, Shabbos, it's a more endowed soul. Shabbos, that soul is more palpable. It's more accessible. It's more identifiable. Shabbos, we're able to be more in touch with it, more attuned to it. Shabbos, it's more expanded and expansive. We are able to connect, we see ourselves as an extension or a part 
of the Almighty above. So an individual who denies that, that reconnection is there. And if we, if we deny that, if we cut that off, then we are responsible, then we are accountable, then there is the most heinous punishment. We learned about earlier this week in the people of the book, Rebchayim Ibn Atar, he writes in Pashas Kisisu, Where is, you know, it's not just doing an act of creative labor, an act of labor that's prohibited on Shabbos. It's an act of creative labor. Malachas machsheves, intent, consciousness, mindfulness. You're not allowed to do creative labor with the intent of a creative labor. If it lacks creativity, if it lacks intentionality or mindfulness, then you're not liable for it. So you see that the laws of Shabbos revolve around our ability to be present. What are we thinking about? What are we mindful of? Are we just on this autopilot? Is momentum carrying us? You can make it at the end of the week and you don't even remember the week passing you by. The days blend in with one another. But that's a mindless life. That's not who we're meant to be. We're meant to live mindfully. And Shabbos is our anchor. Shabbos, we return to that sense of mindfulness. And when are we accountable when we're mindless? It's not just our actions. What reflects our mindfulness? What reflects our attitude and our intent? Even our thought and our speech. Shabbos, you don't do calculations. You're not reviewing your business, your income, your to-do list. Shabbos, you don't speak about those kinds of things. Moratorium. How lucky are we that we have a 25-hour moratorium on an election? I don't want to hear about count, recounts, legal ballots, illegal ballots, candidates, platforms, policies. And again, I'm not tipping my hat which way or what I care about. It's apolitical. But the point is, while the rest of the world is so caught up in Vidaber Davar, we're mindful, we're intentional, we're conscientious about what we speak about because that creates the reality in which we find ourselves. So many people measure the blood pressure and the anxiety and the loss of productivity and efficiency and sleep from the American people this week. Well, for the next 25 hours, we have a taste of the world to come. There is no election, there's no president, there's no consequence. It'll all be waiting. I promise you make Havdalah and you turn on your device, you'll find out, maybe not. But you may find out whatever progress has been made or claimed or challenged. It'll all be waiting. I'm not saying we live in a state of denial. Denial is not just a place in Egypt. I'm not suggesting we live in a state of denial. What I'm suggesting is that we have the luxury, we have the blessing, we have the gift of going into a place of refuge, of 25-hour time out, a time out, a hard reset on our mental health, spiritual health, physical health. How desperate and how badly do we need that, particularly after a week like this? No election talk, no politics talk, no candidate talk, no party talk. Know what will be talk, know what is, know what should be, know what was. Simply being, pashas, miros, board games, laughter, fun, thoughtful questions, challenges. We get a taste of the world to come. We don't have to wait till we get there. And we're certainly in no rush to see it. Please God, we should all live 120 years and well beyond. However, we get a glimpse of it. Once a week, we get a vacation. Once a week, a sabbatical. Once a week, a day to reset and reestablish ourselves. We have to make that neshama that comes about through conscious living, through mindfulness, by being present. The Neshama Yisera, according to this 10th interpretation, is the gift of a window 
of a glimpse and a glance at the world to come. Don't neglect it and don't ignore it. Take advantage of it. Choose it. Choose it. It's not going to happen by accident and it's not going to happen by itself. It has to happen with consciousness. Here are the rules at our Shabbos table. Here are the rules of what I'm going to read. Here are the rules of what I'm going to allow myself to think about. It's conscious living. And with the conscious choice, the conscious living, to create a cocoon, to create a place of refuge of Shabbos, we truly can get a taste of the world to come. Have a happy, a healthy, and a holy Shabbos, everyone. Shabbos, oh yeah, Shabbos. Shabbos, 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 Change that mindset. Put on that smile. The covered Shabbos Kodesh. Farley and Jessica. The covered Shabbos Kodesh. Did I? Did I?